0: Girl Podcast is sponsored by ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. Got a poison emergency? The ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center is the best resource for any animal poison related emergency. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If you think that your patient may have ingested a potentially poisonous substance, call 888-426-4435. Nowadays, approximately 50% of the calls to Pet Poison Helpline and Animal Poison Control based out of Minneapolis are made up of human medications. Due to the increased use of certain human prescription medications, veterinarians are seeing a lot more accidental poisonings in pets from human antidepressants, ADD medications, and sleep aids. First of all, what are sleep aids? Nowadays, sleep aids are non-benzodiazepine hypnotic agents that work similarly to benzodiazepines like diazepam. They basically potentiate GABA transmission and inhibit neuronal excitation. As an FYI, they don't use direct benzodiazepines anymore as sleep aids as they were addictive, have more side effects, and potentially have more risk for abuse and toxicity. To evaluate sleep aid toxicosis in veterinary medicine, Lancaster and all evaluated 317 dogs that were accidentally poisoned by common sleep aids such as Zolpidem, which is Ambien, Eszopiclone, which is Lunesta, and zaleplon, which is Sonata. The authors wanted to look at the clinical population of canine patients that got into sleep aids and identify what the outcome was. In other words, how do dogs poisoned by sleep aids do and how do we treat them? In the study, most dogs were mixed breed with a mean weight of only nine gigs. I personally think that people who own small dogs may take sleep aids more based on what I've clinically seen, but hey. Sleep aid toxicosis, only 36% of dogs showed clinical signs with 64% remaining symptom free. Overall, the prognosis was excellent. In fact, no deaths were seen at all. This doesn't mean you can ignore your sleep aid poisonings, however. In the study, clinical signs were seen at low doses, For example, with Ambien, the median dose for symptomatic dogs was 1.47 mg per kg, while for asymptomatic dogs was only 0.9 mg per kg. Overall, the study found that there was a significant difference in weight in the development of clinical signs. In other words, if you're a smaller dog, you're more likely to be clinically affected by a bigger drug. So the less your dog weighs and the higher the dose ingested, the more likely you were going to see clinical signs. You can also anticipate seeing clinical signs sooner with higher doses ingested. With that said, what clinical signs do we see with sleep aid toxicosis? The most common clinical signs seen in dogs with sleep aid poisoning were CNS-related and included either CNS depression, like ataxia or sedation, or the exact opposite, CNS stimulation, like aggression, agitation, or hyperactivity. Other less common signs included GI signs like drooling, anorexia, or vomiting, or tachycardia or hypertension, but this was rare. So what can we take away from this article? Keep in mind how these drugs work. If you've ever taken a sleep aid as a human, you want to one, fall asleep right away, two, sleep for eight to 10 hours, and three, not have any long lasting effects so you can drive heavy machinery right away. Well, you're going to see pretty similar signs with dogs getting into sleep aids. One, the clinical signs develop quickly, typically within an hour. Two, the clinical signs only last an average of 11 hours. And three, there don't appear to be any long-term effects in dogs either. That said, keep in mind that while people are supposed to be sleepy and sedate from sleep aids, 50% of dogs do the opposite. Some get sedate, but 50% get agitated and aggressive instead. What does this mean to us? Well, it's going to affect how you treat your patient, If you have an agitated, aggressive, hyperactive dog that's bouncing off the walls, in other words, demonstrating CNS stimulation from sleep aids, you do not want to give him any benzodiazepines like Valium. After all, he just got into a poisonous non-benzodiazepine, so why are you giving him more benzodiazepines? Instead, use acepromazine as a sedative instead. Another way of treating these guys, with the reversal agent flumazenil, which blocks benzodiazepine and GABA receptors. Honestly, I only recommend this for severe cases, as most vets don't carry this. My general guideline, if your patient is so sedate that you need to intubate and ventilate him, then it's time to write a script and buy the flumazenil. Otherwise, throw him in a cage, put him on some IV fluids to aid in some limited renal elimination of the drug, and let him sleep it off in peace. Lastly, if you're debating whether or not to decontaminate your patient, keep in mind that emesis should only be induced when appropriate, with recent ingestion, in other words, less than an hour, in asymptomatic patients, and when the patient isn't at risk for aspiration pneumonia, in other words, they're too sedate, they have a decreased gag reflex. Check out the podcast To Vomit or Not to Vomit for more information. Overall, this was a good study. And it's the first in veterinary literature to discuss two newer sleep aids, in other words, Lunesta and Sonata. This study demonstrates similar results to Richardson and All's smaller sleep aid study in 2002. However, two main limitations in Lancaster and All's study is that one, it's retrospective in nature, so difficult to assess treatment modalities. Two, the ingestions were not always confirmed or witnessed. In other words, there were no blood levels documenting plasma levels. And three, data wasn't available for all dogs. In other words, only about 10% of the cases had information on time to resolution of clinical signs. In conclusion, if you have a sleep aid poisoning in a dog, don't worry. If they're stable and asymptomatic, induce emesis and decontaminate them with activated charcoal. If your patient is already symptomatic and demonstrating CNS depression, let him sleep it off in peace and happiness. He'll wake up in half a day. If your patient is demonstrating CNS stimulation, when in doubt, give him some acepromazine to help him sleep it off in peace and enjoy the ride.